Welcome to Tabletop Players. My name is Ruin Ortega, and tonight I'm your narrator because we are playing a extra festive holiday special episode of any ENI by Exist Games and written by Charles Ward. Joined with me, as always, is my co-host Cade. Hi, I'm Cade. I, I got nothing. We're we're, we're playing. We're, we just took out a terrorist. <laughs> Uh, yes, we are playing a scenario that I have written myself called Jingle Hard with a Vengeance. And uh, joined with our holiday shenanigans are our players, Jaden. I've got a hefty bag of marbles. And Jody. <laughs> yippee ki my friends. <laughs> Is the hefty bag of marbles like the, the lighter version of a lovely bag of coconuts? Oh, wow. Uh, well, yes. So we are playing a Christmas special, and this is a special uh, collaboration that we have with Exist Games. Uh, shout out to them for sending us two copies uh, for this system, one for ourselves and one that if you listen to the end of our episode, uh, you'll uh, you'll have a chance to win there. So uh, make sure you listen at the end where we tell you how to get a copy of that for one lucky person. These three dads are looking for one doll each to take home to their children. And they have broken into the Mega Corp Mall to get it. Only to be confronted with a full-on terrorist assault. It, it, it barely makes sense, but hey, it's the holidays. So grab a mug, fill it full of the festive eggnoggy stuff. And sit back and listen as we play Any by Exist Games. guys well we are back into the part two of our any holiday special and you guys just held up and looted a dollarama dollar store only to then you know bring down a terrorist with a trip line where do you go from here only up baby i mean we clearly Will we tie this guy up with duct tape him. yeah yeah cover his you mouth have- you have yeah. tons of it. Now, he's a pretty large terrorist, so I think you're going to use up a bunch of your duct tape. All right. If only we you were in a store that had more. Buttholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not allowed to grab more. <laughs> we could use the extension cable to tie him up and then just duct tape his mouth and su- save ourselves the duct tape later, because I feel like that's a much more versatile tool True. than the True. Uh, which my call extension cable is right now. Yeah, works for me. We also have the rope, too. Yeah, but I feel like we want to save the rope in case we need to climb out of here or something. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. How long is your rope? Uh, 50 feet. Okay. So I will let you take 20 feet off of either the rope or the extension cord to tie up the terrorist. Extension cord. Yeah. I mean, an extension cord is as solid as a rope is for, you know, breaking out of, I would say. But also, I guess I'm not running the game, so my opinion doesn't matter. more solid. 
Well, I just want you to keep track of which one you hacked 20 feet off of so that mm -hmm. now one of them is 20 feet less. So you have 50 feet of rope and 80 feet of extension cord. And yeah, you have a um, vaguely German terrorist on your hands who, uh, he was unconscious, but he seems um, to be rousing. I was going to say, uh, go through his pockets and stuff. See if there's anything there that could give information on what they're doing, what they're looking for. I was also going to say, is their outfit recognizable enough that one of us could put it on and like pretend to be him? Or he's like... So much bigger than us that it just wouldn't work. Um. Well, I didn't design your characters, so uh, he's a fairly large, probably about uh, six foot. Um, we'll say roughly two hundred pounds, two hundred and twenty pounds of muscle. Um, would one of you fit that? I'm six foot, two hundred and thirty pounds. It's not muscle, but <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, you, you, sir, are close enough. Uh, he is wearing a pretty tactical outfit, you know, bulletproof vest, things like that. But you could definitely put that on. He also happens to have a two-way radio. Could you take us as prisoners to the toy store? Maybe. Like, that's not think... a horrible plan. Um, the question is, is that they'd probably, like, if he gets too close anyone, anyway, I feel like the disguise works at, like, a distance of, you know... 20 or 30 feet i think if we walk right by one of them they're gonna be like wow did you get some work done <laughs> here at the mall <laughs> <laughs> uh do we see hear anything coming over the two-way radio uh not right now it is radio silent okay well i feel like we should turn the volume on that real low so it doesn't like give us away but we can still hear it all right, you are definitely able to do that. I mean, I feel like at this point, like if we're stripping them, we strip them and then we keep on moving. I don't think there's much else for us in the dollar store at this point. All right. Uh, are you taking the gun? Of course. Yeah, just to keep up appearances. Okay. Mm. Okay. Before we leave, point the guy at him or point the gun at him and I'm going to look him in the eye. I'm going to say, I'm going to start putting up fingers. You nod your head at the time of or the number of people that are with you. All right. I'm going to need you to roll some intimidation there. And you can have a, we'll, we'll say that uh, the, the gun that Jody is holding is going to give you a bonus of plus one. Okay. Okay. Oh, perfect. That's a five. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So he, he kind of nods along. He understands that you are serious. Yeah, so you're just going to hold up one, then two fingers, then three fingers, then four fingers, then five fingers, then six fingers, then seven fingers, <laughs> then eight fingers, then nine fingers, then ten fingers. And then I'm just going to go and keep going until he eventually nods yeah. at... So you keep, you keep doing it, and when you hit... 20 he starts vigorously nodding i'm gonna hit him across the face with jody's pan again <laughs> like i'm, I'm gonna like, don't I don't lie to me. <laughs> dudes. like i'll keep that in the back of my head that there might be 20 people but i'm knocking this guy out once more time i don't care how bad that is for his you know health this guy's getting knocked out again 
Yeah. Yeah, it is lights out for, for Hugo. Severe brain damage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you he he's told you that there's 20 people. You have knocked him back unconscious. And do you, do you leave the Dollarama behind? Yeah. I don't Are know we gonna try this? any other ideas. Are we going to try this fake prisoner walk? I mean... It seems risky. It does. If I were in this situation, I would not back up that plan, but I'm also not going to get in your guys' way because well, I am down for shenanigans. And no, sickness. I agree it sounds risky. It was just a let's, thought. <laughs> like, maybe keep that as like a backup. Like, we'll try and be sneaky, and if yeah. we get spotted, I'll just like point the gun at you guys. Oh, like, good. Yeah. <laughs> And that's it. Just those two words over yeah. and over again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, if you're going to do it, I'm definitely going to ask for uh, like an impersonation disguise role. But of course, you're going to get a, a plus one for the, the outfit. Yeah. We're yeah. We're going to try and be sneaky first, I think. Yeah. We're going to keep that right. in the back pocket. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so uh, you have the map in front of you. It's a pretty large mall. You know that the toy store is at the very other end. So you're going to have a while to get there. You also know that, um, you know, almost directly across, you have this um, attractions as well as there is a, a, a fit for less or whatever the 90s equivalent would have been. Mm-hmm. So there And you is... said that there was... Sorry, oh, sorry I, I think we're about to say the same thing. There's that hallway mm-hmm. that goes by the giant tiger and around the fit for less Yes, and um, to clarify, it goes and it comes out right where that lighter blue area would be. So not quite into the sto- the right. toy store, but right before it. I think that's probably the best. That gives less sight line down, like as opposed to down that main hallway. All right. Um, well, if that's where you're wanting to go, when you peek your heads out into the hall. You do see that Franz Bluber has corralled a bunch of the uh, terrorists into the center of the mall, and he begins to be talking, or he appears rather to be talking to them and and directing them. And so some of them are heading off into the attractions, and some of them it looks like are heading towards the toy store. But you're worried that he might send some of your some of them your way. And so I am going to need you to roll um, some sort of dexterity stealth check in order to get across that hallway really, really quick. Like, I am so out of dice. <laughs> it's not even funny. I have a D4 and a D20. Guess I'm using my D20. Um, we're all making the check. Yeah. Uh, D10, I guess. Six. Nine. I got a 10. Excellent. So I think so Jaden got a 10. Cade, you got a nine out of 10. Nine. All right. So Jaden and Cade, you managed to just bolt across really quickly. And and Jody, you don't know if it's the, you know, the um, weight of the new tactical outfit or, or the gun, but it's a little bit harder for you to move that quickly. So you end up like diving over, this counter into this like kiosk that sells little trinkets right around Christmas time, like the, the rip off systems and stuff like that. And then from there you poke your head up for one second and then make a second dive across the hall. And you try to do a super awesome like roll, but you end up just kind of sliding on your shoulder for a few feet before you Mm -hmm. come to a stop at Jaden's toes, but you're all safe. You're all, all set to go. 
and you do see that yeah this hall appears to be almost like a custodial um kind of hallway where there'd be lots of uh, cleaning supplies to keep the the random carts and mall co- uh food court trays here okay i'm going to take my marbles and as quietly as i can kind of like pour them like a few feet into the hallway just so like you know they have to round the corner a little bit and then like save like a handful just to shoot with my slingshot i don't think you need to roll for that i think that's something you can easily do i would hope so because mm-hmm. I don't have many dice. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so as you kind of you do that, uh, do the three of you begin venturing down this hallway? Yeah, I think so. Again, probably stealthy. You know, like check the corners before we round them, kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially let Jody kind of lead the way since he can yeah. give us the most plausible deniability if we do come across somebody. Absolutely, that makes sense to me. Uh, so you you begin to get down the hallway. Jody's doing his best. Uh, one of you is humming the kind of uh, Mission Impossible sound as you go, and uh, you get to the edge of this or the the end of this hallway as you're about to turn, and you realize, hey, there's a door to our left here, and you can see that above the doorway it says uh, food court kitchen staff only, and so you can assume that the area directly to your left would be the food court. And there is this area here. Uh, if you were to glance in, you would notice that it's fairly secure and fairly uh, hidden. This might be a perfect place to kind of grab a little bit of a rest here and regain some of your stamina or dice pools. Yeah, let's go raid the pantry. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can use some poutine. All right, so you do you do hustle in there, and uh, yeah, it appears to be the perfect timing because as you begin raiding the pantry, uh, as quietly as you can, of course, you do notice that uh, a terrorist walks down the hall and plants himself right near the edge, or at least he tries to, before all of a sudden there's a loud crash and bang as he slips on all those dang marbles, and he... <laughs> on his knees, scratches his head, and it's like, starts shouting, and then he grabs a handful of them and throws them, and stands up, and just kind of posts himself up there. And so he is looking out into the full mall uh, hallway, and he's not looking towards your area. But this is where I'd have to ask you guys, are you hoping to get a quick rest or a full rest? So if you get a quick rest, you're going to regain your lowest die. But if you take a full rest, uh, you get all of your dice. I will also add that although this is a mall under siege, um, the doors are not supposed to open until 9 a.m. for the uh, the giveaway of the toys. And it's roughly 9 p.m. So I would call a full rest probably actually more like, I'd say four hours. You need to be here for four hours. It'll give you plenty of time to get a full rest and hopefully snag those toys. Like, we're maybe pushing if we take that four hours. Like, that gives them a lot of time to get what they're doing. What if they're after the toys, too? Hmm. Right? Like, I don't... Like, I Because then we're going to have to fight them harder for it. But then also, we might end up... They already... Well, I mean, they probably already have enough time to have grabbed whatever or like get going on what they're looking for. So, really, is it going to change anything? We take a short rest. They have the toys anyways. I don't know. It's a it's a dilemma. I'm down for whatever. I think I'd vote full rest. Like the full long one. I think mm-hmm. it's better to go in with all of our strength 
you know, because I mean, I, I've seen the news coverage of Black Fridays. Like, <laughs> this might be one of them. That's a good point. Yeah, I'm not going to be opposed to that because I do only have a D4 right now. <laughs> That's exactly why I'm thinking you need a nap. Yeah. Good, sir. Yeah. Think at least a good, solid power nap. Mm hmm. Yeah. I'm going to hork down three cans of cold chili and then hibernate for <laughs> a couple hours. God. I don't even want to imagine. Well, and you know that there's a Taco Bell there that's trying to serve some sort of. Uh, holiday fiesta festival meal and it's really just extra fries and taco meat with uh, some green and red peppers to celebrate the holidays nice yes. all right well you buckle in for four hours of long rest and when the three of you rouse all of your dice pool and stamina is recovered and you can even have your two silver ennies and one gold any back I'm so ready. These guys aren't even prepared for what I'm about to bring their way. I'm going to be taking out eyeballs with this slingshot. We're not trapped in here with them. They're trapped (laughs) in here with us. Classic Watchmen line. (laughs) Now it's like one in the morning. Yes, it is. And noticeably during that time, you did hear a little bit of radio chatter. Um, You managed to hone in on their devious plan. So it turns out that the mall has been uh, doing a little of, uh, backdoor dealing with some uh, less than savvy toy dealers. So they had planned to bring in an entire market of ripoff pageant princess dolls. And they were going to charge twice the normal value for them. And Capitalism. That it doesn't even have daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with this, the terrorists have uh, come in because first they were going to deliver the money or deliver the toys. But then the owner of the big megacorp mall was about to stiff them for the pay. And so he took all of the employees as uh, hostages and he's threatening to destroy the three pageant princess dolls that they were going to give away tomorrow just to just to let that sink in to the owner of the big megacorp mall and if you don't get there it's going to be it's game over man christmas is going to be ruined your brats are going to be screaming everywhere and they're going to stop believing in santa all right let's use this as a teaching moment i guess yeah you had to learn sometime (laughs) My kid's 17. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I really should have broken it. He's willfully ignoring yeah. it. <laughs> He's playing us. Like, <laughs> mm. So I know we said no murder, but how do we feel about arson? I think that's fine. Like, I feel good about arson. There's nothing like, inherently violent mm. about fire. Mm-hmm. And if it's we're really nature, smart, dude. we can make yeah. it look. Yeah, it can look like an accident. There's a lot of vats of oil in the food court, and I've got some lighters. I like it. Good distraction. Mm-hmm. And because it's the 90s, they didn't build in like safety features. So these are lighters that will totally just keep burning. Nice. Hmm. Perfect. But uh, yeah, what are you guys going to do? What's your plan? 
I kind of like. The You're gonna fire. set this small. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're definitely absolutely. I think we find some mops. We dip the mop heads in oil because those will catch a little bit of fire a little bit faster, and then we just set them like just in the right position so that they will eventually like you know tip into like larger oil vats and start a much larger fire with a, just about a, hopefully enough time for us to get out of the room. <laughs> First, we Amazing. paint the words "ho ho ho" <laughs> in oil. Machine guns. <laughs> Amazing, Cade. Cade, that if that's what you're doing, I love it. I'm going to give you a bonus die. I'm going to give you uh, a bonus uh, d6. Bonus awesome. d6. Oh, thank. Because that just made made my night. <laughs> yeah. So you go, and the three of you grab bops, and you you each go to different mall kiosks. You grab the mops and you dip it into the fryer oil and each one of you takes a hoe and writes it out. And as you're standing back at that hallway, Jaden takes his handful of lighters that just never stop burning and gives his best action star pose before whipping them underhanded, lighting them ablaze. And all of the alarms in the mall start ringing as this fire in the food court starts. And you're about to dip out into the hall, but uh, my mug's looking a little empty, so we're going to take a refill. All right, we're back in highly caffeinated. The mall food court is ablaze. Ho, 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 written in flames 10 feet tall. And you are whipping yourselves down that hallway past the one security guard who kept walking towards the front to check out this fire. You can hear all over the radio as he is calling for people for backup because they have to put this out before the whole mall catches blaze. And then you see it. The three of you, just as you're about to pass the doors to the adventure park. You see six guards coming your way down that hall. They knew that this was a shortcut. Are you going to confront them, or are you dipping off into Adventureland? I think we gotta go Adventureland. I don't. I don't. We can, we can try the prisoner thing. Maybe I don't know. There's a lot. I feel of them. like they would like at the very least like grab you and take you with them to go and put out the fires. Like best case scenario. Well, one of us has to escort you guys back to where they're holding the hostages. Maybe, but then we can't be certain that they're not going to send Jenkins to do that instead of you. Like, I feel like we should dip. I don't think this is the moment to bring yeah, up the. I'm down. The things that's yeah. just me. I could be wrong, and I'm like I said, I'm always down to defer to whatever the group mo- motive is. Yeah, I don't know. the The hostage act does feel less than certain. <laughs> Yeah, in this yeah, circumstance, like, I think we might pull it out, like, when we're getting, like, close to, like, the main bad guy or something. That might be, like, our yeah. edge to get in. Like, I think we still should have it in our back pocket for sure. I think it'll have its time. All right. The three of you dip off into Adventureland. And when you get in there, it is a 90s child's dream. This is the adventure park within a mall we all dreamed of having. There's the arcade with the big flashing lights and... and piercing sounds there's the giant ship in the center with a a jungle gym leading up to it oh my gosh what is that that is a zip line and that zip line goes from the mass of the ship 
directly into the toy store. You can see a giant hole in the wall, <laughs> 20 feet up in the air, and it says, Toys R Us. Enter your dreams here. I mean, we, we got to get up there. Yeah. Yeah. If you see a zip line, you use the zip line. Yeah, like, I don't care if it was going one. back into the fire. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, kids, I won't be there for Christmas. I burned myself because this zip line was just too sweet. <laughs> Out of the flames, just a thumbs up comes. The zip line falls. <laughs> All right, the three of you head to the jungle gym. And just as you round the corner past the stern of the ship, there's one guard there, and he's staring directly at you. And he says, oh, hey, Carl. And he's pointing at you, Jody. And you look down, and yeah, your name tag says Carl. You're not sure if that's German, but it's what it says. First name or last name? <laughs> Hard to I tell. Like, I like kind of... Uh lightly rifle butt one of them like forwards like I'm walking them somewhere and it's like guten tag <laughs> hey Carl, Carl it's uh you know I know there's this language barrier between us and I know I'm just the lonely Canadian terrorist on this German team uh but gosh dang isn't this a sweet gig and he he motions back with his thumb and you can see you know those like uh parts of jungle gyms that are basically domes made of like metal bars yeah yeah, it's it's one of those, and inside is like twenty different employees from different stores. And he's like, yeah, "It's a good thing we got the hostages in here. You got two more. Good job, buddy." Yeah. <laughs> well, go ahead, and uh, you can put them all in there. <laughs> hey, how's uh, the wife doing, buddy? Uh, Shiza. <laughs> <laughs> doing shit. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. <laughs> My old lady's pretty sweet, but uh, you know, she she gives me the gears once in a while there. I'll just like uh kind of like point to wherever like we're going to walk and like push one of these guys and just like I don't know, look at him with the like I got to get to work buddy kind of stare in my face and like salute a little bit like a non-verbal like see ya all right i'm gonna i'm gonna need one die to to continue yeah. your impersonation in disguise oh someone seems off with you today buddy uh eight out of 12 oh excellent <laughs> and he's like oh i know what it is you're just literally looking forward to christmas oh it's a holly jolly time to be a terrorist isn't it bud yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of like lets you go as uh as uh you push one of them towards the towards the cage um and, and he is actually he's standing in front of the entrance that you need to get up onto the ship so like okay. as we're passing by can i stealthily wrap some wire around my hands and as soon as we get around him try and suffocate him and knock that <laughs> bastard out with wire you're gonna stuff like you're gonna make yeah, a i'm gonna garrot that guy i'm gonna wrap that i was like if i can get around him behind him and wrap that around his neck i'm taking him down until he passes out pass gonna... out or tap out or pass out that's his choices all right well i think i'm gonna need a stealth roll for getting the the garrot ready mm-hmm okay i'm going big on this i'm blowing my top dice for this maneuver 
Wow. <laughs> okay, that's a 10 on a D12. All right. Oh, all right. Yep. Yep. No, wait, no, that's a 10 on a D10. I have my I have my dice all mixed up. I did I meant to grab my 12, I grabbed my 10. But you great it's success. A 10 out of a 10. Yes. All right, roll that 10 again there, sir. Oh, what do we got here? That is a six. I become wise. Ooh. So you're going to get a D4 on anything that you might need a wise roll. I'll I'll remember that. Knowing where in the store they keep the dolls. Oh, oh, maybe. 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 So yeah, I got my garrote ready, I believe, then. Yeah, you definitely do, and he hasn't seen it. In fact, you can hear him as he uh, starts to hum a little tune. It might be rocking around the Christmas tree. Oh, this guy is so sweet. I do feel slightly <laughs> remorseful doing it, but no, nah, he's in my way. I'll do he's anything to get my kids terrorist. that doll. <laughs> yeah, but you know what's a bigger terror? My kid, if they don't get what they want for Christmas. Oh, well, just so you know... Um, I, I am actually going to roll Bob with uh, only a D6 die pool because he's just oh. too nice of a terrorist. And he's so going against my 12. He is. And you're going to go for it? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to go for it. All right. I'm going to... Five. I mean, okay. Well, that makes it a little bit easier because I did roll a four, but I'll just burn my two silver and make it a six. Oh. All of a sudden, Bob is just like, oh, Hey, Carl, I think you forgot one of the hostages. And he's like, hey, guy, you should you should get in the jungle gym there. He, oh, my God. And as you bring the wire around his throat, he's like, why are you doing this to me, buddy? <laughs> and and he, he is a good terrorist, though, and he doesn't tap out. So slowly you sink him down to the ground. You're pretty sure you didn't kill him. That's the hope. <laughs> yeah, well, his wife Maggie was really expecting him to bring home a rip-off pageant princess doll. Maybe we'll make our way back and tuck one into his shirt. <laughs> um, with, with that, the ship is free. Okay. Are they? Are the people actually like held in a cage, or is it more that they were just not wanting to get shot, so they're staying in a space? Yeah, 100%. They're also sure Bob wouldn't shoot them, but like the people in the hall probably would, so... So I'm going to, before I head onto the ship, I'm going to like look him in the, all in the eye and say, get out now. And then I'm going to start moving my way into the ship. Hopefully they go bowling out and maybe give us another distraction. <laughs> Funny. They actually also heard about the toy and are going for the zip line. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And so uh, this is though it is, while it's a ship, it is a jungle gym. And so it is going to require some dexterity to move your ways through it and get up to, first of all, the first floor, and then up the mast. So uh, why don't you all tell me, describe to me, how are you How are you getting up this with your obviously fit dad bods? Oh, man, very carefully. I feel like my kid has been, like, stuck at the, like, climbed up to the top of the jungle gym and not known how to get down, so I've had to, like, climb up and get them a couple of times. And, like... Sure footing, make sure everything's on there. Like, take your time. I know there's terrorists, but we don't need to rush things. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna let my memories float back to fourth grade playing on the jungle gym and remembering like how to do it. It's like riding a bike, methodical, <laughs> right? All right, 
I have some weird illusion that my guy had the thoughts of like getting into rock climbing, but never did. So he plays out this big elaborate plan in his head of like, you know, like jumping to one thing and like, you know, catching on with one hand and just hanging on. And then in all reality, though, yeah, he just goes carefully, just like Cade, just slowly like <laughs> one hand after the other in his head. It's way better looking than what he's actually doing. Awesome. All right. Give me your best die rolls for that first dexterity. Seven. I'm going to spend my Goldie for a reroll. There you go. Four out of six. Four out of six and a five, Jaden? Yeah, I got a five. Excellent. And Cade got seven. You all managed to, in your weirdest ways possible, get up there. And you're all doing these weird jumps and hops and pirouettes and stuff. Uh, And the people watching in the jungle gym or the ones who are still lingering are just kind of like, what? What is this? <laughs> just going. There's one mall Santa who just like waves when you get to the top. It's like, ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho <laughs> to you, Santa. <laughs> Always on duty. <laughs> uh, and, but yeah, you were up on this ship. You noticed that, you know, where the captain's quarters would be and the, and the main um, uh, the s- steering column that I don't know what the name for it is. Uh, there's a slide that comes down from that. Uh, there's a fake little ball pit where the, the, the hole down below would be the cargo loading area. I guess it would be. And, uh, yeah, there is this mast that has this zip line going down. Now this is probably the most challenging climb of the entire pirate ship. And so, uh, you are going to need to give another dexterity or climbing roll. Uh, but Again, describe how you're doing. What are you doing to make sure that you're absolutely safe? Uh, <laughs> I have taken some of my super glue and put it onto my fingertips <laughs> to give me extra grip. <laughs> Amazing. Cade, you may get a plus one for this roll. Yes. <laughs> I feel like just also so I can justify using my D4... I am going to take a moment and really analyze the handholds, really look at them and use my plus four. uh, Or is it a a roll an extra D4? Is it plus four? Extra D4. Okay, extra D4. Yeah, so I'm going to really just sit there and like you see like kind of like on the hangover when all the numbers like roll by his head when he's like counting cards. But I'm just trying to figure out the best way to climb up. He's like, oh, man. And like it all like comes together and I see my path through this, uh, you know, tangle of ropes and other things excellent i am not going to be careful i'm gonna roll my d4 okay all right please do that all right what are our results five five six so we've already ruled i could spend both of these silvers in one go right you go a four out of a D four, <laughs> just a success. Wow, Does you that just make went it a great for it. Success eh? if you burn things to. No, no, I won't say no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you never know. <laughs> it's rules light. No, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Well, you managed to all get up there in your various ways. Cade begins to stick about halfway through, but now that it's dried, it's given a little extra texture. So he scurries on up and Spider. and. Jody laughs in the face of danger and he gets up right away. Jaden, though, is a little bit cautious. 
And it probably takes them to the better part of 10 whole minutes to get up. <laughs> and the whole time you guys are up, they're like, jeez. And Kate, did you want time to, to take a Charleston chew? Oh, absolutely. I'll take a Charleston yeah. chew. There you go. There you go. Get my T10 back. All right. Well, the zip line is right in front of you guys. I don't want you to roll, but I want you to tell me what goes in your minds as each one of you zips down through that hole, which I'll, I'm going to say it's dark and mysterious and not at all welcoming. And you wonder how many kids actually go through this zip line. And also, does insurance policies not exist in the 90s? No. <laughs> I broke my arm and smashed my head open and got a permanent scar on my forehead doing this in the fifth grade. So that's what I'd be thinking about. <laughs> Buddy, you and I both got hurt on that same zip line. Yeah. We did a million other kids before they took that sucker out. Um, I feel like I would see like, like it would become like almost a very, um, what do you want to call that? Nostalgic moment as I like see back through time. Remember when I'm like my best years in camp, you know, when I got my first kiss playing spin the bottle, oh. swimming in the lake, you know, staying up late with my buddies. And yeah, I just am taken back to that. And then, yeah, quickly have another flash of me riding my first zip line and just remembering how sweet and free you feel as you glide through the air. Nice. Uh I'm definitely like a little hesitant, like I'm not sure if I'm going to do this. And then I think back to last Christmas when my kid got me a number one dad mug. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I am. And then I go. <laughs> Listen, you all gave me a heartfelt moment there. Uh, you each get an extra D4. Nice. Added to nice. your pool. Yeah. Uh Christmas really is wonderful and magic. And <laughs> you, that's the last thing that is in your mind before each one of you at your own time whips off the end of that uh, zip line and crashes into a, a foam mat that probably needed a little extra, <laughs> extra padding to it. Um, I'm not going to ask you to roll anything, but... Uh, had you not made your last roll, I might have made you uh, take a, a loss of one stamina. But you're all good for now. And there you are. You're standing in this weird, penned-off, matted area with a little pony wall that looks into the toy store. The one with the big, friendly giraffe. I think his name's Jeffrey. It is. <laughs> Geoffrey. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. You can see the aisles. You can see that there are four terrorists who are patrolling. And right in the middle, next to the stockpile of the three real toys and the large quantity of fake ones, is Franz Bluber. Is he, can he have the, the voice of Alan Rickman and the body of John Goodman? Ooh. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I just don't know how, what that would be. Like, it's... That's good. A masterpiece. That's what that is. A masterpiece. <laughs> turn to... No, I can't even do it. Like, turn to page 236. No, I'm not... It's not good. I can't do it. His voice is too immaculate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, R.I.P. Alan Rickman. Should have done audiobooks. I, mm -hmm. I don't think he did. Maybe I he did. I don't think he did. 
Well, either way, John Goodman's a good voice too, but that that yep, that character. All right, well guys, what are you gonna do with this? You need those toys. And here's the other key. This store is so massive it has its own exit just on the other side. You just gotta get the toys and get to the other side and it's home free. Do I still have my my AK? You do. Uh pointed at him. First mm-hmm. off. Do they see us or do are we blowing yeah, our guess. cover by jumping in at this exact moment? Is it just him too? I say there's four guards. Four guards. There's four guards. Unfortunately, you don't have a clean shot from here. You're able to see, but it's it's really hard to like actually point around. Yeah. So it's more just an act of intimidation. But if there's five of them, then that doesn't work so well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But did they see us? Already? They have not it's seen like, you. Okay. And in fact, one of them that is there is kind of just on the other side of uh, the area that you're in with his back turned towards you. So I still have a bag of marbles and dish soap. If I put dish soap in the bag of marbles and shake them up and then they're extra slippery. (laughs) And then we start throwing cans of food. (laughs) Yeah. I mean... I don't like, I mean, I do. This is my whole thing. I like plaids, and I don't know how well this works out, but we're dads. We're here to get what we need. We're not here to be morally upstanding citizens. I think we get one of them as a hostage. We then get up to, what's his name? Uh, Bloober. And we just simply suggest you give us the three toys. We leave. You guys get to continue your (laughs) whole escapade, which also gives us hopefully a fairly solid escape. And they can even, you know, no one knows whether they still have those three toys or not. They don't even lose any leverage. I have uh, another part of this plan, too. I was thinking if I could just go out where, like, where we were before, take the bungee cord, tie it around the trigger of the gun so that it just starts shooting off randomly over there and all the guards are like, whoa, what's going on? And runs, check it out. That's not a bad idea either. And we could do like both at the same time. Yeah, I feel like the gun is a key component of keeping a hostage. But I yeah, mean, no, you're you right. Have a knife, you have your knife. You could put a knife to a guy's throat. It's much less threatening. Yeah. What am I going to do with my dish soap and my sandcastle bucket? <laughs> well, you can set the dish soap and the marbles up at the door that the guards are all going to run through when the gun goes off and then they fall down and all go unconscious we also will on the cans of food (laughs) we'll also need to make an escape at a moment and so those could be like we you know as we get to the door with the hostage we shove him away you throw down the marbles just in case anyone tries to chase after us because they might want those dolls back and that gives us enough cover to get out you know if Jaden wanted to make a wise roll um I would I would uh, give you some insight. I mean, I definitely can make a wise roll, but I did use my wise bonus. I think you still get that bonus because yeah. it says oh, until it's forever. arrest. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely want to survey the scene and, and see what I've got going on in this area. Okay. Set up the marbles and leave the bucket. I'm just going to million dollar baby all of them. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Okay. So I got a six on my D6 that I chose to roll. I will throw that four. So that's nine total. But I'm also then get to make another roll out of my great success chart. Ooh. And I got another six. So I get another bonus to become wise. Oh, okay. Oh, two well, 
2d4, I guess? Yeah, sure. I'm um, cool with it. <laughs> okay, so you survey it. You're using those dad eyes that are meant to watch out for when your kids are pulling pranks. And you, you've been through this before. They've set up all the traps that you have. That's probably where you got them from, except the fire. That was unique because you are the ultimate prankster. All right. And you notice a few things. The first is Cade's plan to put soap and marbles over by the entrance. Amazing. Fantastic. Because they will eventually run back this way if Franz Bluber tells them to. So you're going to trip them all up. The other thing that you notice, this one right by you, he's been texting or pagering, because I guess it's not, like it's the 90s, it doesn't have a real texting <laughs> phone. So he's been like on his pager the whole time. And you don't know what he's expecting a call from, like What's more important than robbing this mall and, you know, holding up uh, hostage, uh, holding Definitely people up hostage? Definitely girl who won't call. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, Tiffany huh, stole his Russian heart. German heart? German heart? We don't no, remember. he's Russian. There was a Canadian <laughs> earlier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Fair They're enough. an equal opportunity terrorist group. <laughs> <laughs> the multinational, some might say. Um, and so he... As long as you're willing to make a move on him, you've got him. The other thing is, is yeah, sure, the two in the far corners could be a problem on the escape. But the fourth one who's here keeps doing this lap in front of Franz Bluber. And it's timed so that, you know, every 30 or seconds or so, he comes into the center of two aisles that you need to run through to get to those toys. There's a possibility that you could also set up a trap there and trip him up. Because Franz Bluber is very much looking over all of these fake toys. He's unawares right now. I mean, that's a bucket over the head and then hitting him with a frying pan moment if I've ever heard of one. <laughs> he is on the other side of the toys, which is why he's not like in direct line of sight. I only have super glue as like a as like a home alone trap. I got my marbles and my dish soap. And then yeah, I'm thinking we fill a bucket full of canned food and beat the piss out of a guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean so then, so we have two potential people we can take as a hostage for our final move there. Do we just take out the dude who's on his cell phone because he's easy, and then we try and capture the dude that's walking back and forth? Use him as a hostage. Because otherwise we've got to try and bring the one guy as a hostage with us and then yeah. take out his buddy, which doesn't seem like that's our optimal move. And then, yeah, you throw your marbles to block the door for anybody that's coming. We, you know, say... You know, you keep your man, you get to keep doing your thing. We just want those three toys and we get the hell out of here. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's the game plan then. All right. All right. So, are you going to set the trap by the entryway? Yeah. All right. So, Kate, I'm going to ask that you give me. Um, I'm thinking it's going to be a stealth roll to get over and set that trap because you do have to walk by the guy who's pacing back and forth. Uh, that's a five on a D six. Excellent. So you, you managed to, again, buddy off to the side who's closest to you. He's not paying attention. So you managed to get across to where the, the rows and the aisles open up and this guy keeps pacing back and forth. And just as he's across 
the way from you. You do this like awkward cartwheel across and hide behind it, plant yourself arms across. And then you see it, you see your opening, you go over and you start just pouring dish soap everywhere. And of course you had the marbles in it. So they are making these little spluts, spluts, spluts as they hit the ground, but you're good. You've got it covered and you're even able to pirouette back with your group if you wanted to, or you could stay over on this side. I think go back to the group. All right. All right. So who's going to take out the closest terrorist to you? I don't know. Maybe our partner with the plus four to deadly. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. All right. He's also are got you, the bucket. Are you taking him hostage? Not this one. This one we're knocking out. So I got my sand castle bucket full of canned goods. <laughs> and this is Jelly the guy closest to where you... <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy closest to where you uh, ziplined in? The paging one, yeah. All right. Yeah, All right. the paging dude. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Black. Go in, roll, roll for an attack against him, and roll with deadly. Uh, that is a 10. Not a great success, but a 10. Pretty good. It's pretty good. All right. Describe to me how this guy so obsessed with his pager, he's looking at that little tiny digital screen two inches from his face to see, is she going to call? Is it going to buzz and vibrate and my heart will skip a beat? How do you take him out? I have a sandcastle bucket full of Jolly Green <laughs> Giant Corn. And you just, and just, I just whack him over. Whack him one. And he's got the imprint of like one of those parapets on his forehead. Yes. <laughs> he hits the ground. And luckily you've got two friends there who are able to ease him down and say, shh, good night, sweet prince. <laughs> I'm a little kiss on the forehead just as I lay him down perfectly. No more tears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that takes care of the one. Now, there are still two ones on the far side. They can't see anything that's happened. And there's the one who's pacing. And, of course, there is still Franz Bluber. Are we going to take the one that's pacing as hostage? Yeah. Now, how do we yeah, want to I, take him as a hostage? That's I still have the gun and the outfit. So I was going to say I could try and, like, walk up all casually to him and then as, as I get close just like point the gun at him or yeah, just, just like, like try and hit him thing. yeah sure oh. go yeah. for it I'm give me your my best roll. 20 here whoa big spender uh 11 excellent so you managed to get him so the, you describe you describe to me how it looks like, basically, uh, I would, like, be walking up to him kind of with the gun casually down and almost, like, scratching my chin or nose or something. So I'm, like, hiding most of my face. Uh, but I'm, like, walking directly towards him, trying to get his attention. And then as soon as I get close, I just would, like, tackle him, basically, and try and get his gun away and then point my gun at him. So as you you get close to him. He all of a sudden looks at your name tag and then he looks up at you and he says, you're not Carl. And then you dive at him and just clamp your hand over his mouth, tackle him to the ground. I am, uh, you, you rolled, uh, an 11 for this out of 20. Yep. 
Yeah, so you get him down to the ground, you pin him, and you do manage to wrestle the gun away. But I'm going to roll against you to see uh, if you're able to keep him pinned down. Well, luckily for you, this guy, he, he's he been hitting the the Christmas cookies a little bit hard this year, and he's out of shape. And you <laughs> manage to get the gun away, and you give him a boot to the head. And he passes out. And then I would wave up the other guys, tell one of them to pick up the other gun and get Franz. You can get the gun. I got my bucket. Oh, all right. He's got his lethal weapon. <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely grab the other gun. Are we in sight? Like, can, has Franz seen us or are we still managed to be have pretty? Been perfectly hidden. But all of a sudden, your radios go off, and Franz says, The items are secure. Come to the middle. We shall take them and leave. Well, we're definitely going to have to go, so I'm going to, I'm just going to drag that guy out into the open. I'm going to point the gun at him and look Franz in the eye and say, We're taking those three toys. We're going out that door. You guys can do whatever you want after that. I'm just going to menacingly and- swing my bucket. <laughs> and Jaden, as you do this and you notice that the three other terrorists come and meet him in the middle uh, Franz says oh isn't that interesting and he raises his gun and shoots the terrorist that you're holding hostage dead I don't flinch just keep swinging my buckets Jaden, I'm going to need you to make me a roll to see if you lose your composure oh like I would ever lose my composure he's so wise (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna rock a re-roll so that was originally a five but I want to see if I can get higher perfect seven seven you absolutely yeah you you let the the body fall to the floor now I'm gonna give you an option you can either dive for cover or you can raise your gun and have a standoff oh I'm pointing it at him all day well, thanks for more. disposing of him for me. Now I have one less terrorist to worry about. We're taking those three toys and we're walking out of here. You can keep doing your thing. We're not trying to get in your way. I just need those toys. Well, that is an interesting proposition, but I need them first. And uh, the three security, or sorry, the, the two terrorists and Franz are aiming their guns at you. Now, Kate and Jody, did you like burst out in the open okay i know you were swinging your bucket oh yeah no i'm with highly menacingly swinging and so you're still there yeah yeah. all right jody what were you doing dad's question is there any conveniently placed like giant props or lighting fixtures or chandeliers in the ceiling above where the guards are standing Oh, yeah, there is a giant giant neon giraffe just suspended in the middle of the store I'd uh, like to try right and above the shoot toys. the single chain. Oh, fair enough. So it it could work. It could work. I would like to shoot the single chain that's holding this giant thing from the ceiling. All right, I'm going to need you to give me a roll to aim with accuracy. Four out of eight? No, four out of ten. Perfect. So you just very quickly pop a shot off and hit the chain square and this whole thing comes crashing down and Franz and his minions dive for cover and they're scattered 
You look down, and the toys are right in front of you. They've conveniently slid right to the <laughs> three of your feet. And you have two options. You either go for the the long haul back through the mall, or you try to run past Franz Bluber and his henchmen out the doors of the toy store. Can I run by helicoptering my bucket? Yeah, I'm gonna have you give me a roll for that to see if you succeed. But Is I'm not. Gonna, you're not gonna be opposed. Oh, it's definitely deadly. Look All at that right. bucket. Using my D20. <laughs> uh, that would be mathing is hard. Seventeen. <laughs> As you go by, you manage to just square to the bottom chin, and one of these uh, one of these terrorists cold cocking him unconscious. And you are headed. You're going towards that door. Jaden, what are you doing? I mean, I'm definitely grabbing that. And I'm shooting whoever seems the most threatening at the moment in the knees or legs. All right. It is is the other terrorists. You know, he shouldn't have been a terrorist. That's his own fault. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, he might bleed out after, but that's blood loss that killed him, not me. Please roll for that. That's an 11. Excellent. Amazing. You managed to take him out right in the knee, and all of a sudden he's crying. He's like, it's Christmas. Be kind and have mercy. Jody, you're the last one. You Uh, have to pass right by Franz Bluber. What do you do? And you will be opposed. I'm going to drop the gun, pick up the toy, pull out my bottle of super glue, and as I jump over top of, of Franz Bluber, I'm going to like just dump it all just over him so it's inconvenient and sticky. It's in his eyes. Amazing. <laughs> Go for it. And you have to... Oh, you have to beat a 10. I did not. A 5 out of 8. All right. So I'm going to say that you managed to drop the, the sticky glue or the super glue on him. You... Kind of got him like over half of the face, but he's still able to come darting towards you and he is going to try and grab you. So do I have to roll one too? Yes. And he reaches out and he gets an eight to grapple you. Well, I got, I got a four out of four. Great success. Okay. What's, what's four on the table? I want to know what your great success is before we. Uh, it's either have a flashback or a premonition. Mm. I'd have to roll again. It's have a premonition. You're going to have a holly jolly Christmas. If you can just get out of here with that damn toy, (laughs) that's your premonition. All right. You are, you, you and him are, are going back and forth. He's got you, but you punch him in the face and I, I need you to escape somehow. You got to take out Franz Bluber. It's your last shot, buddy. Can I help him? Because yeah, I have no dice option. So what I want to do, I'm going to try and use my most witty, wisest retort to insult him and be like, oh, Blueby, you ain't got nothing kind of something like that, right? Like, just distract him. Well, here's the thing. That's your father buys his suits off the rack. (laughs) How dare you? Uh, Well, here's the thing. Jody's actually out of dice. I'm not going to make him go unconscious because that doesn't make sense. But I am going to say he's helpless. Somebody needs to help him. Can I throw my bucket? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Go for it. And he and Franz is going to try to use uh, Jody as a meat shield here. Uh, Seven out of twelve. 
Franz got a great success. He <laughs> flails. He flails Jody in front of him, and your bucket goes careening and crashes right into his face. And not only is he helpless, but now he's going, dude! See, now I would be unconscious, technically, according to the rules. <laughs> <laughs> All I, like, I have my slingshot and some marbles, but I only have a D4. Do it. And I don't think that that's a wisdom moment to get any extra. I'll let you know that Franz Bluber also only has a D4. Let's do it. Let's duel. I mean, yeah, I'm going to grab holding, gonna pull it up Jody, and just yeah, line it perfectly for his forehead. He's holding Jody as a meat shield gun in hand. It's gun against slingshot. <laughs> You're using wisdom because you know to aim for the eye, not the forehead. <laughs> do more damage. <laughs> I got a three. You pull back as hard as you can <laughs> and you release and this cat's eye marble just goes spiraling through the air. How is it spiraling? You don't know. It's a sphere. It shouldn't have that kind of trajectory. And all of a sudden it crack middle of his forehead and he lets out some weird German kind of expression of, of angst and despair. My God. Crashes to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) And the three of you peel out of there. You hop back in that Toyota Corolla. And it takes a while because traffic is really bad on Christmas Eve Eve. And uh, it's even at like three in the morning. Now Christmas Eve, actually. And it takes you a while. You get through the crowds. Eventually, you get dropped off at home. It's like six in the morning. Your wives are all like, where have you been? and you're like doesn't matter got the toy and you smack her on the bum and you walk on in and you get to bed I don't like you putting that action in my mouth (laughs) (laughs) it's the 90s it's the 90s I'm fine with that action that's a pretty classic Jaden move (laughs) I'm all about that slap ass (laughs) and with that you have all secured the super turbo pageant princess unicorn doll with realistic daddy issues in five languages and your kids including the one 17 year old boy who wanted it have never been happier but with that it's time for the holidays or depending on if you're listening to this later it's past the holidays and go celebrate Hey, Tabletop Players, if you're still listening, we have an opportunity for you to win one copy of any in print. This was provided to us by Charles Ward of Exist Games, and all you need to do to potentially win this is to send an email to cantripsandcoffee at gmail.com with the code name JINGLEHARD. Anyone who completes this by January 1st will get their name entered into a draw to potentially win one. One copy for you. Trust me, you don't want to miss out on this.